You're listening to the Titties and Tacos podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark podcast network. start this shit if I knew how. <laughs> I am your host, Sparkle. I'm Tina D. <laughs> and today's episode is brought to you by the letter B. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> My goal for this season is to not open every episode with this bitch laughing. Do better. <laughs> if I could fucking accomplish that. I don't know how, though. <laughs> I would be immensely proud of myself. Honestly, we need a behind-the-scenes cut so y'all can see what the fuck this bitch be throwing at me right before <laughs> she hit record. I let her laugh and then press record. <laughs> yeah, that's literally how this shit go. Like, that's the intro track that she wants y'all to have. Don't let her I tell didn't you know. different. I didn't know. This is a laugh track. That's all it is. Hi, bitch. Hey. <laughs> We back. We sound tired. Are you tired? I'm exhausted all the time. I'm over 30. So, yes. I know. Is there anybody out there who is over 30 that is just full of energy? Like, how many of y'all, like, are legitimately, like, good throughout the day where you, like, I don't need no nap. I'm straight. I can do everything I I need to do. I just want to find somebody who bones don't crack. Like, this cracking of my bones. Oh, you got to get on the crack? (laughs) Did you say you got to find somebody on crack? No, who bones don't crack. Oh, I thought you were saying crack was the answer. (laughs) I got excited. Like, oh, how the fuck do you find a crack? Nigga, no. I'm just saying, like, my bones crack in a way that I don't appreciate. So, let me ask you something now that you done put some of your credentials out there in the last episode. Did I? You did a little bit. Oh, yikes. So I have a question. What's up? What does it mean when your bones crack? No, girl. Like, do you need to work out? <laughs> do you need to take vitamins? Is it just I mean, age? the cracking of the bones, from my understanding of it, is simply just like air bubbles caught in there. Okay. I don't know if there's a way to fix it other than, you know, being more limber and stretching and all do of that Do vitamins help, though, if I took more vitamins with that? Would they not cracking crack? At, or I, as much? I find that hard to believe, but I don't know. I'm do no orthopedic person. Do you think people person. crack more who are in, in um like, the Midwest versus warmer climate climates? I mean, because you're not outside walking around, sure. Like, the best thing you can do to keep your bones healthy and strong is to do, you know, weight-bearing exercises and walking and all of that stuff. Okay. So, I mean, there's eight months out the fucking year where we're just It's held, just dreary as shit. Just <laughs> held up inside, so that, yeah. can't, that can't be positive. But you know what? It seems like in Michigan, we get into um, our early spring, actually. Well, the problem is climate change. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure, because... Even this winter like, wasn't as bad as winter, previous winters. Winter don't winter no more. Nah, Mosquitoes not really. be out to like November and shit. <laughs> you ain't lying though. Do you know I killed a fly in my studio mm-hmm. in like December? I'm sure you did. January. Yeah, because winter don't winter no more because climate change, y'all. Like that shit real. Like crazy. I don't know a lot of science, but I know a little and I know that shit is real. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> but yeah. Well, bitch. We back. Top of the day. Top of the order. Yeah, it's Taco Tuesday. What it you got? It is Taco Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. And what so today, um, my taco of choice is mm-hmm. for people who want to 
people who kind of live by that like hashtag you know fdk lifestyle you know if you don't know what that is that is fuck them kids oh shit (laughs) (laughs) so we talking about folks we just started it's a weekday and it's the beginning of the week still like we ain't even made it to wednesday yet for Mm, real so you still like dealing with people's shit at work having to come home i mean maybe you are people's shit at the crib i don't know we're recording this i don't know if if everybody's still on quarantine you know what a lot of you motherfuckers (laughs) are on quarantine i forgot about that you right yeah like people's people at home with their kids oh yeah people you know what this is definitely for (laughs) y'all dedicate the taco of the day to (laughs) y'all and the taco of the day is actually not a fucking taco like y'all didn't know that the taco of the day from sparkle is the taco bell baja blast freeze that's a drink it is a drink of the day okay but it's it's a Taco Bell drink. Like, is that the yeah, that's, the, a taco. Loose, that's a, the loose association to taco we doing right now? We yeah, stretching well, this? we said that this season we were going to do tacos and drinks. Oh, fair enough. So, you know, you better be glad I even got the word taco up in this bitch. <laughs> True, because next week I'm coming with whiskey, y'all. There you go. Tell me I'm lying. Well, we're going to start this out then, you know, kind of on the light side with a um, Baja Blast. So if you go to Taco Bell, um, which is not a actually uh, a favorite of mine, we prefer Del Taco on this Always show. Always Del Taco. Don't think we left you because we did it. We did not. Um, but this is a Taco Bell Baja Blast free. So you take three ounces of Powerade Berry Blast, six ounces of ice, mm-hmm. eight ounces of Mountain Dew, and you mix that shit with some uh, Don Julio Anejo or Patron. Anejo. Mm. Yeah, or Patron. That's the only tequila if I try it. I will try. Yeah, you put that shit in a shaker. You shake that shit on up. Put it in a blender if you want to make it uh, frothy and like a daiquiri. Frothy. Yeah, but if, you don't, if you don't want the, the frothiness <laughs> of it, the, the actual, you know, daiquiri style, put that shit in the shaker, nigga, because we know why we here. <laughs> You don't need no blender for this shit. The direction, the recipe, because you know I like the recipes. The recipes say put this shit in the blender, but I mean, you know, I'm just here for the fucking tequila. So when you gonna make Sardi Taco Tuesday, you got a bunch of fucking mouths to feed. So I know you already making them American made tacos, sis. So go ahead, home tacos, sis, or bro. <laughs> and I, so you know, since that's what you doing, go ahead and throw that uh Baja Blast freeze up in there and get you a nice, cute little drink glass martini glass whatever and um yeah there you go all right tequila tequila tuesday (laughs) (laughs) tequila titties listen as long as we on quarantine i'm doing tequila tuesdays (laughs) fuck a taco nigga well it might be tequila for a while yeah so there you have it all right well that's lovely um i support it i support people's endeavors um when it comes to alcohol and children like jesus christ <laughs> man <laughs> they require things. like my thing is if you're gonna be like uh pro-life i hope you also mm-hmm. pro-alcohol you gotta be like if you're not then you what you are is a terrible human being yeah, you running off of like zeros and ones my nigga <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That shit ain't human. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) Sure. That too, I guess. Sure, fine. All right. Um, But with that, this is uh, is episode B. Mm -hmm. 
and I'm going to go first. Yes, you are. Because you did the the wonderful service of bringing us that lovely drink mm-hmm. instead of a taco. All right. Tequila so, Tuesdays. <laughs> tequila Tuesdays. <laughs> but okay. So episode B. So my B is for Bebe's, Beetlejuice. Bebe's. Bebe's, <laughs> Beetlejuice, and everything in, in between. And I say this to say, I would like to spend this portion of the episode really having a conversation about Catherine O'Hara. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, if you don't know um, about... Oh, that was a baby's... Baby's. <laughs> baby's, Beetlejuice, and everything I in between. Yes. So, Moira. fantastic. <laughs> Um, so let me start from the beginning here. Let's let's lay some ground rules before we go into okay. this deep dive on Catherine O'Hare. Um, what I would like to start with is the fact that um first and foremost, I, Tina D <laughs> mm-hmm. don't fuck with a lot of a lot of white people. Yes. Okay. Like don't get me wrong, there's some and I'm by no means a person like all white people are bad. Like it might be easy to get that impression from this show. I want you to know that's not actually the case. But it's it's minimal in the, in the amount of white people that I genuinely have a strong affection for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Catherine O'Hara is one of these white people. Okay. Let me tell you, because she has filled me with so much joy for so many years that I have no choice but to truly and genuinely from a real place just fucking love her as a lover of fucking comedy she is amazing she is a comedy fucking legend that in my personal opinion does not get nearly enough conversation about and so today here on my fucking platform that I can do whatever I want with we gonna talk about fucking Catherine O'Hare and we gonna start at Beetlejuice and work all the way up to fucking babies (laughs) (laughs) yes cause Beetlejuice is where it was like her first movie role before that she i think she started working in like the 70s um again the disclaimer is i loosely know all this information if y'all want to go and fact check then that's on y'all but i'm telling you right now maybe some of this shit wrong i don't give a fuck (laughs) (laughs) but in the 70s she started working with like second city tv so she started as like an improver and I Did really she? love people that can do improv, even though going yes. to watch improv is sometimes great and sometimes terrible. Sometimes terrible, but it's also, yeah, but I have, I usually have a lot of fun even when it's terrible. Yeah, even when it's terrible. I just think that that's its own form of art and it really is its own skill set. And she is a person that started with like Second City and she is actually from Canada, but... um she started with them she was on SCTV for a long time with sketch comedy show and all of that but the thing that makes her like amazing in most of the roles that I really enjoy her in is because I know how much of it is fucking improv and it is just fucking genius Mm -hmm. the shit that she does the way the mannerisms that she has depending on the characters it is always so fucking hilarious to me now most people who even if at this point you have no fucking idea who the fuck i'm talking about okay let me reel all of y'all in the person that i'm talking about is the person that played kevin's mom in home alone okay 
just so we all know who we're talking about. Kevin's mom in Home Alone is Catherine O'Hare. Comedy great, comedy legend that unfortunately only really gets remembered for leaving her fucking kid twice at home, which is terrible. That character that she played in those two Home Alone movies, absolutely <laughs> the worst characters ever presented on film. You like, know, I don't know though. No, 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 no. Because I said this shit at Christmas time. I understand why the fuck they forgot <laughs> Kevin ass. I said that shit. I said it. I meant what the fuck nigga, I said. Nigga, I give you the first time that you left Kevin. Nigga. But the second time, you already know this nigga has a penchant for getting left. Have you been a parent, bitch? <laughs> but you know that's the kid that get yeah. left. I can't. Okay, I have small hands. <laughs> I can't fucking carry wrapping paper, presents, groceries, everything else and my fucking kid I don't this know this is my thing this is the kid that nah. get lost and he got lost last well, year well he should keep the fuck up <laughs> fair enough feel how you want to feel about it and he it. was older in the second one like but he was but he was older he was 10 though a 10 year old ain't gonna get their shit together were you lost at fucking 10 years old nigga I was on my period at 10 years old I was a grown woman okay <laughs> what are we I'm doing not, here I'm not getting into this shit <laughs> he was also a boy so again oh yeah exactly a 10 year old boy ain't good for shit a 10 year old girl is contemplating whether or not whether or not she can produce another human and a 10 year old boy is like which power ranger do I want say less say less you're right or or Kevin in Kevin's case he was trying to make his but you know what maybe he's the will of God for his life because he had to go up into that park and help that homeless woman that's benevolence so you know he had to learn that Christ like lesson we can get into the logistics of this all day long I just want everybody to know who the fuck I'm talking about and who I'm talking about is the person who played Kevin Mom which is Catherine O'Hara she is a fucking comedy goddamn legend okay more importantly and more uh, pertinent to the situation right now is that she is on a wonderful fucking TV show called Shit's Creek yes Oh my fucking god! If you're not watching this show and you Please. like and you like comedies, watch that this shit is delicious fucking show. And more importantly, pay every single morsel of detail to fucking Catherine yes. O'Hara. Moira okay? is hilarious. Moira, who is who is the mom of the show. And she, oh my you want to give a synopsis about uh, just a really two sentence, okay, about so what Shit Shit's Creek Shit's is about. Creek is about a very wealthy New York family. Okay, it's so a mom, dad, um, dad played by Eugene Levy. Who another, I love, but you know what? For all the shit that he's been in, I felt like it was trash. Uh huh. This was really set up for him. Did, yeah. Did he? Did they create this? Yeah. Him, him and his son. Him and his son created okay. this show together. Okay. It feels but, like um, they, they created their own way. But um, Eugene Levy, another comedy genius, another improv genius, yes. another person who has worked with Catherine O'Hare multiple times in multiple Christopher Geist movies, who, if you are a movie nerd, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. All these fucking mockumentaries before mockumentaries were the things for everybody to fucking do. The real beginning of mockumentaries being her fucking hilarious started with Christopher Geist, Eugene Levy, and Catherine O'Hare because a mighty win and best in show if you have not seen those and you like mockumentaries and you like comedies please go watch it it is amazing fucking hilarious i love it anyway eugene levy is the dad and he is johnny rose and moira rose which is a Catherine o'hare mm-hmm. they have two very spoiled very high-end new york children <laughs> 
quote unquote that live very ostentatious fucking lives and what happens in your in the first episode of the show is they lose all their money because their accountant person you know embezzled all of it they Mm -hmm. lose everything (laughs) and they are forced to live in this podunk town called Schitt's Creek that they bought that they own they bought it as a joke that's how much money (laughs) that they were making at the time they bought it as a joke because the name of the town was Schitt's Creek Creek. and they thought it was hilarious so the dad bought it for the son the son is played by um, Dan by Dan Levy who is Eugene Levy's son who is an absolutely phenomenal person yeah he's great can't wait to see what the fuck else he puts together the show is fucking amazing It, it really um it discusses and reaches a boat a bunch of um topics that otherwise have not been handled very well in the in the media at all like things like because his character on the show is like pansexual or all this stuff and it was very uh what is pansexual everybody wants to fuck everybody you know he kind of just doesn't have a specific on anything at all and he he likes who he likes he sleeps with who he wants to sleep with but my thing is the way that it was approaching the show was so well done like also it finds these pockets to be very well done in the shit that they're doing Mm -hmm. that i really fucking enjoy like (laughs) i really just enjoy like okay any other show that's gonna decide like today's the day that we talk about this character being pansexual like they decide to like make this whole thing of it okay all together um and in this show they just didn't make it a thing ever and that was the most normalizing thing you could do yes, if you're trying to yes, include yes. different people. So, like, yes. they bridge all these topics and all these other things as the characters develop in a very nice way. However, um, that's not even what I was starting to talk about. The show is phenomenal because of lots of minor, funny, hilarity yeah. sort of it's things a very, that happen. It's a very smart show. It so, is. you know, she and I normally like different shows. But if yes. you like smart television, witty, mm-hmm. clever, very well-written comedy this is definitely is. Uh, the place to stop and i also like canadian shows i know and there's a bunch of canadian fucking actors it is a bunch of canadians oh i dropped my phone <laughs> but um <laughs> but more importantly um <laughs> I, spe- I specifically want to talk about Catherine o'hara on this show there's some things about moira on this show that i really feel like people need to spend more time on okay mm-hmm. so the first thing i want to start with is her pajama vest yes Okay, I don't know how long it took me of watching this show to realize that every time she's in a pair of silk pajamas, she also has a vest on top yes. of it with a brooch. Yes. Okay, so if you haven't yet... I thought that was some classy shit. ...to put together the type of character that Moira is, this is us silk throwing it together for with you. with a vest with a brooch. <laughs> vest with a brooch every time. Because you need the three layers. That's, a, that's like a part of fashion. The other thing that gets me about Moira's character is that she speaks in a way that is not real yes you're, you're you can't emulate that so that means that this character that she's playing that Catherine o'hare is fucking playing for this entire fucking show has a completely different unidentifiable dialect yes the whole yeah fucking show but that's the whole spe- but you know what though that speaks to the brilliance of her as yes. an individual because she created that out of fucking thin air basically 
Yes. That's that's the thing that really gets me about her. It's like she decided that this character will speak this way. This is not a real fucking accent that she has. She says things like babies, <laughs> which is <laughs> what my B is. Babies. Talking about children like mm-hmm. a baby mm-hmm. like every time it is very consistent it happens across the board every fucking every time a, a baby is mentioned or referenced by Maura she says oh the babies <laughs> that is not a real dialect that's at not all. real words to fucking say right at all also the thing that I really like about her character on that show on top of everything else is that she has some of the most I can only imagine for an actor she has some of the most ridiculously but so important convoluted ass lines like, like what Oh my gosh. And I should have put more of them together before we got here. <laughs> but, and I didn't. But, <laughs> just so y'all know True where I'm at. Tina did the same bitch in every season. That's what I want y'all to know. I just want you to know. Like, her listen, consistency is unfucking We did not get to, uh, we did not get to season three with me being a different fucking person. Okay? Like, I am the same bitch every <laughs> fucking time. But, <laughs> you know, um, one of my favorite, and she says stuff so casually. So, like, there's a line, like, and this is early on in the season when they're grappling with the fact that they live in this shit-ass town um, and they were wealthy and now they live in a cheap motel, which is, that's also in the show. They live mm-hmm. in this cheap motel and they're trying to adjust to life less lavishly right um one of the things that she says like at the end of i think it might have been the first episode where she was telling her children you know she's just yelling good night everyone in a very like the walton sort of thing like good night they're getting ready to roll credits and she's like let's hope no one wakes up in the morning (laughs) (laughs) and she says everything so seriously but with such like such like sheer like commitment to that like she really meant that like they were having such a terrible time and she's like oh well I hope that this doesn't continue oh my god another line of hers the last time I felt this emotionally encumbered I was playing Lady Macbeth like (laughs) what (laughs) or to her son David she has said David which is a very distinctive David that I can do I can't do any you justice can't, no. between both her and David. I, I like it's, it's, both, it's hard to do. It's hard to do both her and um, I forget her name right now, but who plays the daughter on the show? Both of them say David very distinctively, and it's different, but it's very distinctive. So I can't do it any justice. But she says, "David, stop acting like a disgruntled pelican. Like what? <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is a disgruntled pelican? Please explain to me more about this or things like gossip." is the devil's telephone what (laughs) (laughs) there's so many like just juicy nuggets of of things thin streams blend it really well are you burnt david that's not right okay well that's because i'm ladling and stirring at the same time and you're just standing there now's not the time to lose focus darling this was your idea you're the one who allegedly made the enchiladas yes so try to keep up okay next Now's the time to sprinkle in the chili pepper flakes. We've already done that. What number are we on? 
Oh my God, is this not your mother's recipe? Yes, and now I'm passing it on to you. So try to keep up. Um, oh, next step is to fold in the cheese. <laughs> Why do you hear how you say yes. cheese? Who says cheese like this? Oh. <laughs> the fuck says cheese like this like so more background on this particular character is she is a once very popular actress which is just its own juicy detail with more so that's that's her scope for everything every single thing is she's like well she is once famous and she has no idea that she's no longer very famous she is a very famous actress living in this very podunk town in this uh rundown motel all the time <laughs> like constantly <laughs> <laughs> When, oh man when her son david left and she was deeply concerned about him leaving she says i was worried sick dear where's david or his bags <laughs> like what there's a whole episode where she's more concerned with this bag that is gone <laughs> than her son that has gone missing <laughs> to be fair the son took the bag <laughs> spoiler alert oh my god what <laughs> i don't know it's just it's so worth it's so worth watching just the way that she plays this character full in all the time the show itself is amazing but she in particular i just feel like deserves way more credit than she actually ever gets um in anything like it's just so amazing the number of things that she is um able to do so like she plays obviously in this show she plays this you know kind of washed up actress but when she's in things like best of show um and she's she's playing these characters to this like it doesn't matter which character it is or how ridiculous the character is like I've never seen a person so committed to a level of ridiculousness as especially as a female because the only person that I could compare her to that is dedicated to a level of ridiculousness to me she's it's very similar and she being older being the progenitor of it would be like Will Ferrell Will Ferrell mm, is committed yeah. to a level of ridiculous in yeah. everything that he does that makes it Which, very funny it, and it makes it very hard to take him seriously and it makes him so hard when it, you know the couple films that he's done where he has a serious character yeah. like everything must go yeah was really fucking strange for me it was or to watch <laughs> him in just real life interviews is really yeah, weird like just being a human being yeah yeah no it's crazy now don't get me wrong Will Ferrell like fully embodies it. Yes. Will Ferrell has a whole podcast of him as Ron Burgundy. I did not know that. There's a whole Ron Burgundy podcast <laughs> just started season three. What? If and this is not really about Will, but we might as well talk about. It. There's a whole Ron Burgundy podcast that wow. just started its second or third season. I believe it's his third season, and he is Ron Burgundy the whole podcast. That's crazy. And every podcast is talk a podcast that goes wrong. Though that's what I'm saying. 
ain't. And so, like, to me, but nobody would ever, the, the real issue, the real reason that I bring this up as my beef for the day is because nobody would ever even bat an eye as you talking about the comic genius that is Will Ferrell. Yeah, right. Everybody right. knows. Yeah. Like, everybody knows this is yep. who he is and this is how he is. But what I'm saying is two things. A, Catherine O'Hara existed before him. Yep. Okay. Number one, first and foremost, she was fucking here first. Yep. Number two, she is leaps and bounds the exact same if not better yeah low key because to there's certain things that people will accept a man doing like if he's just gonna put his dicks his nutsack on a on a drum set which anybody who knows Will Ferrell knows that that's a real thing mm-hmm. if he's just gonna put this fake nutsack on a drum set everybody will accept it and laugh but as a woman there is there's more there's more structure to how you have to be funny and she's yes. still in in that is like so expansively funny. Yep. So my whole point of the letter B today is if you don't know about Catherine O'Hare, please go watch her entire fucking catalog and you will not be fucking disappointed. You know what? She's like an older, um, different generation of um uh what's her name? Kate? Kate, yes. Kate McKinnon is this generation's Catherine O'Hare. Yeah. Because the exact same shit. Yeah. Kate McKinnon has the the range for fucking yep. every comic cult thing that you need done. And I don't know if Kate McKinnon will will ever receive the acclaim she deserves. No. It may actually be a generation even under her. Yeah. Before they start taking women comedians seriously. Yeah. And my thing let is. Let alone women of color. She should be <clears throat> having the same trajectory in her career that Will Ferrell and everybody else. Fuck, my problem is, is like people like Jason Sudeikis. Not the, to say that he's not fucking funny. He ain't that fucking funny. But my thing is, he just looks okay and he's kind of funny and he's had this great trajectory in his career from being on SNL. Meanwhile, Kate McKinnon is still shuffling these fucking skits yeah. waiting for somebody to put her in enough fucking movies to take her seriously and yeah. she is a fucking gem. Yeah. Like she is a national fucking treasure and I just want people to pay attention. <laughs> That's it. That's my B. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Okay. I mean, that's what the show is about. Right. You guys hearing what I'm passionate about. And what I'm passionate about is improv- improvisation and the heroes with it. Speaking of improv, <laughs> I'm trying to purchase this sweater that says, For I Know the Plans I Have for You from, <laughs> from some Asian website. <laughs> oh, they got plans. It's not going very well over here. Okay. Well, it is your turn, dear. So, my topic, because y'all thought I wasn't ready, even though I'm over here shopping and talking, women multitask, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, my topic for episode B uh-huh. is brought to you by my fucking wife. Me? I mean, it's inspired by my wife. Uh, don't know how this is going to go. So, my topic is be better bitch in parentheses and not casually (laughs) oh shit I feel attacked you should it's about you the fuck made that clear from the jump I made no effort to be anything but casual about my betterness (laughs) (laughs) I just don't understand why you coming at me now well because it's the pace at which you choose to be 
I told you Better. from jump it was going to be casually. You expect some radical change in three years? I mean, I would like you to uh, be. First of all, it ain't better. even fully three years. Right. It's three seasons. What do you even mean? It's been two years, maybe. Jesus Christ. Okay. So this is really so while it's inspired by Tina D, it has mm-hmm. a lot to do with the fact that uh there's been constant conversation about um Sierra's prayer and Nicole Ari Parker's prayer to get For a what? nigga like Boris and a nigga like Russ. Oh well. So it's like <laughs> right. So it's like well, I'm not how? even trying that shit. Like it's fine. I get who I get. <laughs> so I kind of just want to like read it a little bit, not read quickly. So this this will be short. Oh, but Nicole, because no. somebody act like people ask Sierra all the time, like, how did you get rest? What did you pray? Because both of them said they prayed. Mm-hmm. What did you pray? And mm-hmm. Sierra never responds. So Nicole actually posted her fucking conversation with Jesus. Oh well, that was nice, her. And I liked it. Okay. And I, it inspired my topic. So she says, "Her, dear Lord, what should I do? God, make a list. Her, a list." Yes, write down everything you want, even the parts you don't want for me to see. Her, okay. Him, the spiritual stuff, the heart and mental stuff, the physical and the financial. Her, um, okay. Loving, warm, wants to be a husband and father. Fine. Wants to provide mentally, physically, and spiritually strong. Affectionate. Curious about the world. Likes to travel, likes music, like likes history, likes art, likes the theater. Big hands, big feet. Sexy, really smart, funny, fun, got jokes, makes the highest and best choices for himself, has that no matter what, I got this spirit, because it's just going to happen. Respects his mama, forgives his father, loves himself, and knows God. God, okay. Now, really take that in. See him, feel him in your mind, sit with that, enjoy that. Now, ask yourself, is he perfect for you, her? Inhales and exhales deeply. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. I mean, <laughs> Lord. Yes. Him. Now ask yourself, if he enters the room right now, are you perfect for him? Mm. And that is where I'll stop. So be better, bitch, is really about being the things you believe in for. Yikes. That's where we're going today. I hope y'all have fun on my <laughs> B. Because the rest of this episode. <laughs> about calling your black ass to the carpet (laughs) being better rapidly being better expeditiously Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay okay. so in being better expeditiously after you are you know making your request known proceed to get your shit and your affairs in order Mm mm-hmm and that's where and Nicole said, I reread their eyes were watching God. <laughs> <laughs> she threw some Zornil up in there. That's a black ass answer. It is. <laughs> she said, I went to therapy. I examined my shit. I forgave myself and other people. Called my mom and daddy more often. Renewed my passport. Went to church. Did a sit-up or two. Before run. Dusted mm-hmm. off that business idea I, I had. So, you know, it's really about placing yourself in a position for um for perfection and while nothing is perfect it's what you're asking for it's perfect for you so placing yeah. yourself in a position of perfection means doing the things that you believe in for so if you want a, a mate and this goes for both men and women if you believe in god or whatever you putting your prayers out there and you're asking for somebody who you know shows up for you mm-hmm. in those important important moments mm-hmm. well then show up for other people in their important moments yep cheerlead for them like you'd want somebody to cheerlead for you Mm -hmm. you know you want somebody to lotion you up at night bitch lotion yourself (laughs) first of all like start there you don't have to go to sleep ashy nobody nobody 
told you you had to do this. And, and part of the prayer that or part of her response to Jesus is, you know, a uh, command of what she should be doing. Nicole said she bought more lotion and rubbed it over her body every day. <laughs> <laughs> then she bought some more. But no, that I mean, that 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 is fair. I think that that's the piece that gets missed when people are like, oh, you know, I want this person and I want them to show up. Yes. And where and how can they show up and why are they not here now? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of it is, I mean, don't get me wrong. Everything has to happen in a certain sort of timing, regardless of what you believe in. Mm -hmm. Believe in whichever thing you believe in. You know, like everybody is interconnected. Right. That, That part, no person is an island. So things have to line up in order for something to happen. Um, other people's lives will eventually, whoever that person is, their life will eventually line up with yours. That's the belief that I have. However, you being in the position for them, for their path to line up with yours really has mostly and ultimately everything to do with you. Right. And very little to do with where they are. And everybody puts the onus on the other person. Like, where are they? Why won't they show up? But in real life, if they were to show up right now, are you ready? Right. And so... Um, so, so to take it a step further, you know, when you're talking about your finances and wanting, because a lot of people, you know, believe for a partner because they feel like they are in need of some help. Like, Lord, I can't do this by myself anymore. I can't keep raising these kids. I can't keep paying these bills. I can't keep bearing these burdens. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's important to reexamine and reevaluate, first of all, where you place in your expectation. Right. Which is the thing person, I talked about in Girl Get Over It. This <laughs> by the book. <laughs> it, you know, re-examine. So I call it E-squared. Examine expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're looking for a mate for the purpose of simply aid, mm-hmm. they are not FEMA. <laughs> no. <laughs> so That's a very real and true, honest to God point that needs to be put out there. <laughs> like, nigga, that's not what anybody no. is set here man to or woman they are yeah. not your source yeah. and I think you kind of need to go back to the fundamentals of it all as my daddy says the fundamentals <laughs> the fundamentals what are the fundamentals the <laughs> fundamentals are that Jesus is your source God is your source mm-hmm. um, from who, who, whom all blessings and supplies flow and if you begin to expect from yourself what you are expecting from others I think not only will that relationship with God align but I think then you will be able to see the more important and more valuable um, principles of having a mate well that that's the thing that really really um, that's the part of it that I think really should be stressed is it's not so much that you need to be so self-sufficient or that you have the capability to do all these things. Right. The real purpose of you being by yourself is for you to then have to lean on something higher than yourself. That's right. not another person. Right. The thing is people, people recognize the fact that like, Oh, I can't do this alone, but then immediately to try to find another person to do this with. And that's not the answer. The answer is something higher than what you 
yourself or you or any other human on this planet Mm -hmm. can actually provide to this situation. And so the sooner that you align yourself with God or whatever superior being you believe in, mine for me is Jesus the Christ, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but for everybody else, surfer God, (laughs) you know, whatever else it is, but to understand the fact that um, that is what that period of time with you being unpartnered, that's really what it's for, for right. you to understand that there is something higher or bigger than you that you need to really align and, yourself and with. And I'm not Tina D, so I, I don't intentionally <laughs> mean to pub this book. Oh, yeah? But there's another part of it where I talk about necessary isolation. And let me be clear, this book was inspired by Jesus Christ. Like, I was just used to write it. Everything, you know, came from the Holy Spirit. But... Um, it talks about necessary isolation, which is exactly what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, taking that time away, using that time wisely to yeah. build upon the um, evolved self that you will ultimately become and recognize that you are not in control. This is not your timeline. It, you know, the things that are for you will happen when they're supposed to. You can't yeah. rush it. You can't force it. Mm-hmm. You can't will it to happen. But what you can do is be obedient. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that the more obedient you become and the more you surrender to what God is telling you to do, what God has called you to do, you'll end up getting the things that you are believing him for Mm -hmm. without really (laughs) looking for it to happen. Like your your urgency for it kind of disappears. Your timeline for it disappears. And when it happens, you look up and be like, oh. I forgot I, I even asked for this. I forgot I, this was, I, I didn't even remember them wanting this. Look at us. Look yeah. at us. We're here now. Exactly. But, in, I mean, and the important thing is, is that what you build in that period of time, because people, I don't, I know that it can be discouraging when you're in this space, especially once you realize that you're in this space for a reason. Mm -hmm. Because the other thing that you have is like, okay, when you first get into the space of maybe you're isolated or by yourself or not with whoever that person is. Right. You immediate like once you. So in the beginning, you're like, I don't know what's going on. This is terrible. But then you eventually (laughs) you you get to a point where you realize that this is what's going on and that's intentional. And even when you become to a point where you're accepting of it, Mm -hmm. which is a thing that does happen you can become very acceptable of it but still have the desire to not be by yourself anymore right and so in that point in that tail end of it i always see it as like being you know the last the last part of the race mm-hmm. and that that part where you've you've done everything right that you can think to do right. and now you're just like okay yeah i get it like i know why i'm here just why can't this part this leg of the race be over you have to understand that that is the providential thing about lining mm-hmm. things up so they work the best for you yeah and there's there's ultimately something about that time that is still for the good of you. Maybe it's yeah. not about you being a better person or learning something else about yourself. Maybe you've done all of that, mm-hmm. but maybe there's just things that you need to put out in the world as an individual but person. But you know what? Not as a as a as a coupled of a person. To your point, when you you know the Bible says when you've done all, stand. Yeah. yeah. And so sometimes it's just about fucking being present and yeah. being still. Yeah. And we miss the being still part Mm. because uh, sometimes depending on what you've already done. So let's say you have been obedient. You have done everything Tina just said, you you know, you've done Mm. and you like what else? So nothing. (laughs) The answer is nothing. Being able to just wait wait. with graciousness Mm -hmm. and without impatience. Mm -hmm. Like you just fucking stand there. You Mm -hmm. just wait. Mm -hmm. And if you just present God to show up, it reminds me of like. (laughs) after the crucifixion when Jesus came back 
and you know I think he it was Peter and John that he came to see first mm-hmm. and uh, Thomas they went to tell the rest of the disciples and shit I think they told Thomas like yo we just saw Jesus and Thomas was like well what the fuck like I didn't see Jesus <laughs> you know why nigga cause you left yeah. that's why mm-hmm. and it, and that story is, 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 is twofold because had he been where he was supposed to be and just been there yep. and not looking to do a thing, he would have seen Jesus. But it also talk, It also is a reminder that Jesus will leave the 99 and go back for the one. Yeah. Because he made a point to go back and see Thomas by himself, mm-hmm. even though he wasn't where he was supposed to be. Yeah. So you can't miss what God has for you. I and, need to remind and people of that. Thomas, Thomas whole ass came out here and then started interrogating him and he still just accepted it. Like, don't tell yeah. me that Jesus is not just a gracious nigga because I would have right, looked at Thomas exactly. in the face. Like, nigga, I came back here just right. to deal with your ass. Right. You like, show me your hand. Nigga, I need ID first now all, to be right, Jesus. It's like when you go vote. Like, nigga, I didn't need all of this at first. <laughs> But I mean, right now you want you me know. to bring my mail and shit with my my sprint bill to prove I live at this address, nigga, just to goddamn vote for one of these Democratic candidates. I'm like, all right, bro. Yeah. So yeah, it's the it's the same thing. I'm just saying, Jesus love y'all way more than I ever could, ever ever could. <laughs> and you know what? And Nicole said once she started being grateful for her parts, cherishing her friends, <laughs> dancing in her room, balancing her checkbook, making all the green smoothies in the morning, boom. That's when it happened. Mm-hmm. You know, once you reach that point of being happy, confident, moisturized, moisturized, is when a nigga will show up, or whatever it is you believe in for will show up. Um, but I, I think that it's about literally, intentionally, Tina D, being better, bitch, not just casually, but intentionally, on purpose, rapidly, quickly you know, words, adverbs and shit. So Okay. <laughs> being better being better with intention. Um sitting down and really digging in into the things that you wanna uh accomplish mm-hmm. and not being so caught up on what you don't have, but being content with what what you do have and, and, and being present and living in this moment. I read a book called um Present Over Per uh, Present Over Perfect. Yeah. And um, in that book, I just kind of learned how to better be in the moment of things and not get so caught up in what's wrong or what's left to be done or what don't I have or what am I believing for that hasn't arrived yet. It's like, chill the fuck out. Yeah. Just be here right now in this moment. Be happy. Mm-hmm. Have peace. No matter what is going on, resolve to have peace and hold on to that peace. Yeah. And I mean, and, and that that is part of that isolation process. I yeah. think that that is the thing that the stillness, especially when you get to to being still, what that, like, how else do you develop the ability to be at peace in a situation than to have a situation where you have to be at peace? You know what I mean? Like, there's no better way to develop that as a skill than to have a thing that you're waiting and believing for and then have this point of time where you have no choice to but to be still understand that uh, uh, having full understanding that it's going to arrive at some point and still 
not becoming bitter or anxious or all the other things that happen with it. Like there's no way to develop that muscle or that skill set other than to be in that situation. Yes. So if you find yourself in that situation, that is the purpose. When you're trying to figure out, well, what's the purpose if nothing else is happening? The purpose is to build this as a thing that you can do. Yeah. And once you do that and go through that, it will be a skill that you have that you can then wield in other areas and other facets that may never be as intense as, the, as that particular situation was. Yes. But still be useful that you can have, that you can be peaceful in a situation that might take more time. And especially in um, our version of society right now where nothing is supposed to take time and everything is supposed to have, you know, a 30 second turnaround. It is an important skill and even more important skill to develop the ability to wait, the, the ability to be patient in a world that is instant. It will become yes. an invaluable thing for you to have like uh, just practically let's we can move beyond the the mystical and the spiritual and all these things that you may or may not believe in or recognize just practically if you can simply sit yourself down in a space for 14 quarantine ass days <laughs> and make it through like yes. that is developing yeah, take this quarantine to reevaluate <laughs> your ass reevaluate some of the things like maybe your internet real slow right now can you wait I know the people listening to this. I know you niggas remember dial-up. Remember how long <laughs> you had to wait for the internet no, to I work? I remember having to tell them up, I gotta get off the phone first. Exactly. Before you can even plug into the internet. Shout out to me having an LL address theory. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, I know that you remember this time. Can you go back yes. to it without you pulling your own hair out? Mm-hmm. Like, there is utility in understanding that some things take time. Yeah. Things that are natural, regardless of... pieces take time. Yeah, regardless of all the technology that we built and all the different things that we have that make our lives more convenient. Mm-hmm. The reality of the matter is the things that are best for you, the things that are best for our natural environment, our ecosystem, your body, all of that, all of those things still take time. It still right. takes time to grow an organic fruit. Mm-hmm. It still takes time to raise a chicken that does not have right. hormones. It still takes time for the things that are tr- of true value to develop. Everything of true value and will you know take what? time. I've told some women um, occasionally, like, listen... God ain't getting ready to let you fuck up one of his sons. <laughs> he yeah. love him as much as he love you. Yeah, and that's so why you tell. over here believing for a nigga that's perfect. Will he want your ass? Exactly, because he's not about to deliver you to somebody that that you ain't ready for. Exactly, and that you will be harmful to. Correct. So you I know, agree. get your get your affairs in order. Get your business together. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. If it's if it's an idea you sitting on, sis, put that shit to work. Yep. Yeah. And so when you feel like, you know, we pulling up to this and he like, well, what you bring to the table, bitch, the table. <laughs> I'm bringing the table. Fuck you bringing. Good, sir. Also that. <laughs> so. But, yes. but that is my B, baby. Okay. Bibis. 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 I can't do it like her. Bibis. Bibis. <laughs> The babies. <laughs> that's what it. That's my best version. <laughs> and it's still shitty because nobody can be Catherine over here. <laughs> so that takes us, my love, to life hack. Yes, it does. Are Look you prepared with a life hack this week? I have a life hack. So fuck you. Okay. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Okay. You want me to go first? Mm-hmm. I would like that. Is it because you don't have yours? <laughs> 
No, I have mine. <laughs> All right. So I will go first. My life hack is simply this. Take it as you will. But if you are a person who orders pizza from Pizza Hut, mm-hmm. make sure you do the survey because you always get a coupon if you complete the survey. They have recently made the survey much longer, but it doesn't matter because the coupon can be up to $50 off your next pizza. So don't <laughs> be deterred by that. Also, it's a good opportunity to say things like, I asked for extra mushrooms and they weren't none. It was regular mushrooms on my pizza. Do better. <laughs> Be better, bitch. <laughs> so it's a good chance for you to give crit- constructive criticism because people think they're doing everything right until you call them out on so the wait, shit. So wait, it's Pizza Hut specifically? I mean, well, first of all, lots of places do this. So, okay. Um, I know one time in my very poor uh, college days, I was at White Castle. White Castle had a thing going on where if you filled out the survey, they would give you like a free burger or free chicken rings or something. Okay. And I remember. I do remember that. I remember I doing remember that shit sh- with Burger King. I remember doing that shit in the parking lot and then going, going back. Going in. Through, yeah, yeah. I remember that shit too. To get my free one. So, like, yeah, I my, get a free Junior Whopper, bitch, and all I'll have <laughs> is a fry. Exactly. Exactly. So, I know in my poorest of days, this kept me fed. Mm-hmm. But in my just reasonable things, things i'm saying now here in this life hack moment definitely pizza i'm always trying to save some money yeah also um, side note to your um life hack mm -hmm. if you're a parent and you um are looking to increase some reading uh in your household they still have that book it program pizza hut still does does book it yes i sent it to your bff actually um yep if you go if you go to the book it program pizza hut is still a participant in oh shit you can tell me nothing i was i was turning (laughs) out the book so if you read with your child i think either 20 minutes or 30 minutes a day Mm. you can go back onto the site once you create a profile and click that day and once you do it for 10 days they print them a free little personal pan pizza yep get the fuck out of here they sure do they still do that by myself no bitch <laughs> come do book it with my child though I will come do <laughs> there ooh, you go right I will come right, I earn see? that fucking pizza if I do book it with your baby cause your baby <laughs> she looked me dead in the face and said don't you I don't wanna read this and I'm like okay but we're going to she's like I don't like this at all and I'm like I don't like you having this attitude <laughs> right I don't like a lot of things we still gotta do them oh my goodness no, oh, yeah, she was she was high level against it for the record. Well, but that maybe could be she, y'all thing. Yes, apparently that's what it is now. <laughs> my life hack. Yeah, your life hack. It's something that um I also learned recently in my Jesus year and trying to make <laughs> oh, shit somewhat merited decisions. Oh no, this didn't go well though. Okay, cool, cool, cool. What is it? I like to go away talking about being better. Part of being better is uh self care. Oh, no. And so I tried to go away by myself, which I did. Okay. And I went away for the weekend. Uh-huh. But here's what I learned, okay? Oh, no. And packing and having other people handle my bags. When traveling, oh, Jesus Christ. take the batteries out of your bullet. <laughs> oh. Before packing. My God. Because that shit becomes a problem. <laughs> Oh, my sweet Jesus. Did you embarrass the fuck out of us? Yes. Yes, okay. I did. Okay. Yeah. I was like, you know what? You know them little Easter toys that you won? Because <laughs> you know I'm not good at lying on the spot. No, you're the worst. 
I don't understand how you write whole things, books, plays, Fuck. whatever else. I'm, I'm a, I'm a relatively you, honest person. I'm not going to say 100% of the time, but most of the time, yeah. I don't understand how you can't come up with a thing on the spot. Now, nigga, we both just kept waiting on the elevator while he carried my, he held my bags. It was so So long. this was like a bellhop that yes. you, your bullet is just... And he, I guess he like picked up my bag and it hit the door or some shit happened and all you heard is... And good. so it was just buzzing while yeah, you were like, in that... Ah, oh my. Shh, don't tell my business. Yikes. It was a long ride up to the third floor. It wasn't that like like premium one thing that we were talking about last season. No, it wasn't that. No, it wasn't that. that. I feel like that's an actual deal, though. I was about to say that has to be hard to. And you know what? I would have preferred it at that time being a deal, being a vibrator, because it vibrates very softly. It, they don't make a whole bunch of noise the yeah. dildos on. But them bullets, them cheap ass bullets, well, them I keep bitches telling sound you, like goddamn... I keep telling you not to use them so, Nigga, them shit's so loud. It's like the freeway in your purse. I'm like, would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> that the shit was loud. It was so loud. So as soon as I got up to the room, I just took the batteries out and was like, you know what? I, this is what I get. I shouldn't even be doing this. <laughs> And then you put them back in the next day. I absolutely the fuck <laughs> Sure did. But I'm just saying, if you're going to travel like that, you might want to remove them bitches first. Wow. And that is my life hack. All right. Guess what, guys? <laughs> what time you is made it? made it to the end of this fucking show. Congratulations. <laughs> you did so great. I am so proud of you. You did. Because <laughs> you, you made did. it through all of whatever topsy-turvy things we have for you today <laughs> on this here Taco Tuesday. Yes. Um, if you are still enjoying quor- quarantine time, um, we appreciate you for making us a part of that with mm-hmm. you. Look at us socially distancing ourselves I know right (laughs) we are out here still distance but still right here in your ear exactly (laughs) but um anyway this episode was brought to you by the letter B please feel free to come and holler at us at the nacho cart Mm -hmm. um that is our Facebook page it is titties and tacos there are lots of fun and entertaining things on there that um is hand curated is what I'm going to say now (laughs) by the lovely sparkle for your enjoyment (laughs) so come there talk to us tell us how you feel how the rest of these days with your kids is going if it's going terrible feel free to just put stressful ass emojis in the comments below um you can find us on spotify stitcher google google play and itunes if you are itunes person do us a solid and rate us rate us five stars and five stars only anything else you can absolutely 100 percent keep it keep that shit we don't want it you can take that shit wherever the fuck else you would like yes but any other podcast you would like honestly throw it at like i don't know joe button or whoever else who it really doesn't make a difference but for us it makes a difference so five stars and nothing else thank you very much (laughs) and good night um however (laughs) um share us and this wonderful glory to anyone that you know people that you see on the street or that you don't see on the street because everybody's in quarantine but you know send it in a text message you can do that to whoever you need to Mm -hmm. 
All right. And uh, until next week. Eat a taco, rub some todays, and we'll holla at you next time. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Stay safe. Wash your hands. You're listening to.